Welcome back to the last episode of the decade for Talking Shop. I'm Gary Pundick, and I'm joined this time by V89, the host of Tomahawk Talk. I guess the former host now, Luke Fay. How's it going? Well, well, Gary, I've I've got a I've got another show, maybe two shows in me, so you can you can still call me the host. I, I'm more a, a, a former. Yeah, former I guess former student's the right way to put it. But either way, you are you're coming to your end pretty much on covering Florida State athletics. How does it feel? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, uh, your time comes and goes. I know you're mm-hmm. about a year away, so it'll uh, it'll blow by quickly. Hopefully you get a, a good football season. Um, and, and I know that's uh, what we came to talk to you for. Exactly. So uh, let's get in some football exactly. talk, and What a way to end the decade for Florida State football. They will be taking on Arizona <laughs> State in the famed historic Sun Bowl. The Sun Bowl is actually the second oldest bowl game in the nation just behind the Rose Bowl by about 30 years or so. But either way, Florida State will be taking on the Arizona Sun Devils. This is FSU's third time in the Sun Bowl. They are currently 0-2, having lost to Texas El Paso in 1955 and to Wyoming in 1966. Arizona comes. The Arizona State Sun Devils come in with a 7-5 record this year. It was pretty impressive wins, pretty down losses, I'd say. They kind of had an up-and-down year. They... Started out the uh, season hot out of the gates, then started to mellow out with a couple wins and losses, and then a four-game losing streak coming to the, or about midway to the end of their season. They were able to turn around, though, with two games in a row, beating number 6 Oregon, pretty much stopping the Ducks' chances of making the playoffs, and then beating in-state rival Arizona 24-14. to Luke, what are, you, what are your thoughts so far on the Arizona Sun Devils? Well, they're, they're a very hot and cold team, and Herm Edwards in, I believe it's it year is. two uh, with the Sun with the Sun Devils. Uh, last year, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't say overachieved with a seven and six. I'd say it's uh, good enough. Season. I mean, like Grant, that's... but but it was it was pretty good for a coach who you know hadn't seen the field in a number of years and hadn't coached in the college game in I I want to yeah. say decades. So uh, Her- Herm Edwards, he he's now in his second uh, second class recruiting. And he got a good one in Jaden Daniels, Gary, and that that that's a quarterback that Florida State wishes they had. He was a top five recruit in the country at the quarterback position, and really, Gary, that's what Florida State has been missing in the last couple mm-hmm. of years. And for Arizona State, it's it's good to see that they've got a quarterback uh, right now that should be good for the next two to three years. Florida State, on the other hand, is still trying to figure out their identity. I mean. We, we really don't know who's going to start this game, if it's going to be James Blackman or if Jordan Travis is healthy or what, what, what exactly the plan will be. But there is one thing that is for sure. Uh, this is not going to be an easy game. Four states never won Sunbowl, mm-hmm. as you mentioned. So uh, not not good uh, good omen going into this game. And really, Gary, you can go over all the injuries. Florida State is is hampered by injuries. Not, not only season. injuries, but by players who are also stepping out and going to get ready for the NFL draft, like Stanford Samuels and Cam Akers, just two of which we're naming. Not even was it. We also have um, was Alex Hornibrooks also going to the draft. He's going to skip the bowl game, but it's going to be uh, it's going to be a yeah. lot of guys who are not going to be uh, suiting up in El Paso. But either way, let's <laughs> Dontavious Jackson. As yeah, well. we'll get into the we'll get into the rest of the names later on, but. Let's jump back to Arizona State and let's get on to what they have going. Like you mentioned, Jaden Daniels, the freshman, he's been stellar for the most part this season. 2,748 passing yards, 17 touchdowns. And what I found the most surprising was only two picks this season. Man, if you're 
if you're a freshman only throwing two picks, you got a bright future, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Jaden Daniels, let's let's not like over, overstate what he is. He, he only threw for twenty seven hundred yards. That's uh, and, and and I I saw a couple of games where he he only had about one hundred and sixty, one hundred and eighty yards. But for a true freshman quarterback playing high school ball just a year ago, I mean, I just feel like sometimes Trevor Lawrence set that ball yeah. too high for everyone else to try. Yeah, he's a, Lawrence was a statistical anomaly, but still, if you're throwing 310 passes a game or 310 passes in a season, only two picks, that's a pretty good ratio, I'd call it that. But either way, and he also yeah, yeah, completing 62 percent of it of his passes as mm-hmm. well, Gary, and, and 17 touchdowns. I mean, that's no slouch, and you can you can go look to you know you had Eno Benjamin who who had a great year last year and this year a, a little bit of a a down year, but Arizona State right now is as much at full strength as you could yeah. you could say and, and really peaking at the right, uh, right time, whereas Florida State is probably at the worst condition they've been all year. Exactly. It's going to be a tough one for Florida State. But getting back to their run, uh, the Sun Devils' run game, you know, Benjamin's really been leading this team. They And it really stops at him with those 1,083 rushing yards this season, 10, total t- 10 touchdowns on the ground. The next closest guy to him in attempts and rushing yards is quarterback Jane Daniels with uh, 113 rushes for 319 yards. So if Eno Benjamin can really be stopped, would you say Florida State has a chance at this game? I I mean, he, to me, I don't think that he's going mm-hmm. to be stopped. I mean, you're going to get what, what you can from him. Florida State's defensive line is as depleted as, as you've seen all season. Their linebacking core – I don't think they have a single starting linebacker from the beginning mm-hmm. of the season. So in, in my opinion, it's not an act, it's not necessarily limiting him. It's more of limit. You're, he's going to, he's going to get a yeah. yards against this Florida state defense. That's just a given. What it is, is how can you limit Jaden Daniels? And, and along with that, their, their stellar wide receiver and Brandon. Mm-hmm. Ayuk. I, I, I hope think I'm you getting are. that name right. He's got around 1200, 1200 yards, 18 yards per reception and eight touchdowns, he's been the guy that Florida State will need to stop because, to me, he's their best player. Exactly, and it's going to be a tough time stopping Ayuk there in the passing game because Florida State, like we've mentioned so many times, and we're probably going to keep mentioning throughout the rest of this show, is that Florida State is just depleted. And now with Stanford Samuels, who I know I wouldn't call Florida State's best corner defensive back, but it's, it's going to be a struggle. You you could argue you could argue that they're they're getting addition by yeah you could say that but it's going to be a lot of young guns for Florida State coming out there and having to kind of be thrown into the fire there and hope that they can maybe get some stops here and there to uh, halt the Sun Devils push but Ayuk's certainly going to be a big factor in the passing game and he'll also be a big factor in the punt return and kick return game man the guy can return the ball for for the Sun Devils what is it he has. He's pretty much been their guy for the past two seasons. And this year on the kick return, he's averaging 31.9 yards on kickoffs. And then he's averaging 16.1 on punts. And he even has a punt return for a touchdown this year. So he really can make Gary and kick in, in kickoffs. He has the, the, the third most yards uh, per kickoff in, in the country. Yeah, that's it's, it's going to be scary. Cause I mean, Florida state, they, they have struggled at some points with stopping kick returns. I can, I, you can probably point out a few games this year where other teams have got some pretty decent field position. I think Miami was one of them specifically. Yeah, and I mean, you look at the special teams. Florida State special teams has not mm-hmm. been very good, dear. Ricky Aguayo has been up and down 
Tommy Martin coming in for Logan Tyler. Tommy Martin had a very good start to the season. Um, he, he's had a couple of uh, off games. He, we'll, we'll see what, where that ends up. I know Florida State signed an Aussie kicker, so we, we don't really know where that punter position is going to be next year. And, and, and if you look at the overall, overall aspect, Coach Mike Norvell, now the head coach of Florida State, said that he's going to emphasize special teams. Well, it looks like ASU is going to be a great special teams unit. Florida State's going to have their hands exactly. Again. It's I see this is just going to be. I think it's going to be overall just tough game for FSU. They they don't seem to have the edge in any category. I mean, you would have I would have given them the edge in the rushing and the rushing category, but now Cam Akers is going to the draft, and Kalen Laburn is also just had surgery, I believe, on his knee. So. Yeah, yeah, he had he had surgery, and really, I mean, even if he didn't have surgery, he he had been suspended. Mm-hmm. So I don't even think he would have played in this game. Nevertheless, Florida State and Anthony Anthony Grant, which we mm-hmm. have not seen all year, uh, for for whatever reason, he's been dealing with. Florida State will not have a scholarship running back, Gary, headed into this game, and that's going to be the biggest problem because we know that if you're gonna if you're gonna have to put that that uh, offensive line up there against Arizona State's Florida State should not be passing ball 40, uh, 40 times a game. And I mean, whether it be James Blackman or Jordan Travis, the passing attempts is going to be a lot against Arizona State, given they just don't have any yeah, running backs. It's, it's really going to come down to Deontay Sheffield for FSU. I know he really hasn't gotten that much time this season, rightfully so. I mean, he's had to take time behind Cam Akers and Kalen Laburn, who even Kalen Laburn hadn't gotten that much time this year. But 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 Gary Gary two years ago when when it was Taggart's first spring game I, I remember covering that and Deontay Sheffield had a huge day as a walk on uh, he, he had he was I actually named him the uh, the V eighty nine sports MVP of the spring game in my opinion I thought he was the MVP now looking back on it this is his time to shine and, and possibly earn that scholarship yeah but is it are you really are you really going to take game into account here I mean he. Of course, he's going to get playing time. Well, I'm saying, I'm saying he, he does have. Yeah, he has some, some talent. Yeah. Some talent. No, like, he, he's not your average Joe that that came out. Like he he can. Mm-hmm. It's just there's a reason why Cam Akers and Kalen Labor more. Oh yeah, of course. And Sheffield did he did get a few touches this year. He did have nine carries for 48 yards and one touchdown. So, I mean, he does know how to find the end zone at this point in time. But it'll be a matter <laughs> of if and when if he can find the end zone against the Sun Devils come. New Year's Day, or not New Year's Day, New Year's Eve, sorry. But I don't know, is there anything else you feel like Florida State needs to address going into this game? Well, I mean, really, it's it's who are you going to go with that quarterback? And I know it's been so quiet. I, you, you almost assume that James Blackman would be, mm-hmm. especially after the hit that Jordan Travis sustained against Florida where it knocked him out the rest of the game. The one thing that I wanted to see is I wanted to see what Jordan Travis had in, you know, two quarters or three quarters of a game. And we didn't really get to see that against uh, against Florida. Will we get to see that against Arizona State? I want to see what this quarterback, whether it be James Blackman, whether it be Jordan Travis, what he can do against an Arizona State team that, Garrett, I think you mentioned is, is you know, a, a mid-level team on defense, ranked number 65. Yeah, 65 in the nation, total defense. So I, I want to see what they can do with that. And you, you keep on looking at the moves. They've gotten some positive moves going, you know, whether it be uh, recruits coming in at, at the offensive line position, graduate transfers. I know that they got a, 
graduate transfer from Texas A&M, which yeah. is ironic, <laughs> uh, given Jimbo Fisher being over there for, for running back. Uh, so Florida State is added to that. But these guys cannot play in the game come uh, come New Year's Eve. So we'll see what the players that are in the system right now can do. And, I mean, Gary, you, you, you right now you can go over all the injuries that Florida State has because if you look at the roster, they're a pretty talented roster. The problem was none of them were all on the field at the same time except for when there was the Boise mm-hmm. State game, really. That's been the most healthy it's been all year. And the best game they played all year was against would you Boise say, State. I, I don't know if I would say that. I would say that first half of the game was the best game they played, but that second half got a bit ugly considering they had zero points put up on the board. Still, though, I mean, <laughs> yeah, what what game can you point to that was better? I mean, you could argue Boston College, but I, would, I mean, well, I would go with NC State flat. was a good – pretty much all over, all around good game for the team, both offense and defense, but they didn't have all those guys on the same, the field at the same time. Yeah. I just don't, I don't, I don't like to say playing, you know, you're beating a yeah. sorry team. That, no, that's that's a good kinda, point. It's not like, you know, and Boise state proved to be a pretty formidable team. They oh, yeah. lost two games all year yeah. uh, when it comes down to it. So Florida state at least played them tough. And you could say that, I mean, you shouldn't say that Florida State should have won that game. They should have won that game. There were plenty of points in which they could have. And so looking back at looking at next season, there are a bunch of guys that have talent. It's just, can Florida State develop them into being great players? And right now, I don't think Florida State has enough great players. I, I really, and, and you can name all the players right now, but I really am leaning towards Arizona and, and possibly by by more than a more than a score more than a score you got that right now I don't even I haven't even checked what the line is going to be for this game at the moment I figure it's somewhere within five to seven points I would assume that to be it right now I would guess Arizona State is 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 the favorite given the the time zone and 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 everything everything that's gone along with Florida State and all the players that are not I, I can look that up right now Arizona State's but, minus four right now over under is fifty four at the moment according to ESPN. Yeah, so. That seems about yeah. right, um, but we'll, we'll get into predictions a little bit later for you, Gary. Mm-hmm. Uh, who Who is Florida State going to be missing this game against Arizona State? Well, where do you want me to start? <laughs> it's a very <laughs> long list of guys at this moment. Just going over some of the big names, I'll just run through them right now. Kalen Laburn, we mentioned him already, out with that knee injury. Keyshawn Heldon, out with a knee injury. Warren Thompson is out uh, due to personal matters. Uh, Joshua Kando out with ankle injury, injured earlier this season. Travis J out academically, I believe. And uh, Cam Akers out going to the draft. Jaden Woodby injured with a leg right or hurt leg at the moment. Stanford Samuels going to the draft. Anthony Grant has been sidelined as well. Ontario Wilson out. Dontavis Jackson, Marvin Wilson, Cyrus Fagan. Hampson Dean is also questionable. I think Cyrus Fagan will be able to play the second half, though because of his uh, – that was the targeting suspension in the first half yep. – or the second half of the Gators game. So, Gary, for, for, for people who aren't familiar, how many offensive and defensive players are Well, if right we're now? taking – okay, well, I did not count them all together, but it it's going to – it's a lot at this moment in time. I can count through them at a later date, but it's, it's not looking pretty. It, they could probably make up a whole team right now with the guys who are out. Yeah, ha- half the defensive line – um, a couple of cornerbacks, mm-hmm. all of the linebackers are out. Dontavious Jackson, uh, you'd even mention, but he, he's Oh, no, I mentioned Dontavious. So, mm-hmm. Okay, you did? Yeah, so Florida State is, Florida State is in a yeah. tough position, Gary. I mean, right now, what 
what what do they need to do to win the game? Just hang around, keep it close. If they can keep it close, they'll have a chance at winning this game. They they just gotta let Arizona just keep pressure on him. I don't know. It really comes down to getting pressure and kind of rattling Jaden Daniel or Daniels because if you can kind of get in that freshman's head, then you'll have a chance at like him making some mistakes and maybe throwing his third or fourth pick of the season. Yeah, well, we, we're we're talking about picks. I mean, you you know, uh, with Ohio State, Ooh. Justin Fields, he only had one pick and threw two in, in the uh, college football uh, playoffs. Yeah, game. that that was Against an interesting Clemson. play. That game, I don't. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we don't yeah. have to get into that, but we know about uh, quarterbacks who don't throw interceptions. When it comes to a big moment, a big game, um, I, I mean, let's be honest, Florida State is still a brand. Beating Florida yeah, State it still matters. means a lot to recruits. It means a lot to players because not only are you beating a team that right now is in a down year, but in, in the minds you're beating a team that many people grew up yeah, rooting you... for. So we'll, we'll, we'll see what Florida State has to do to win this game. Gary, if you are the offensive coordinator, if you're the interim head coach, Odell Hagens, who are you starting at quarterback to give you the best chance? It's got to be James Blackman, Blackman right now. I mean, I don't know how healthy Jordan Travis is at the moment, but James Blackman's been the guy through and through this season. I know he's kind of had his ups and downs, and you've started Alex Hornibrook at a few points during the season, but Blackman's been here. Blackman's been through this. Blackman's actually 1-0 in a bowl game, so I think he's got to be the guy to get the get the call on was that Wednesday or Tuesday? I don't even know the days. We're on winter break right now. It's Tuesday. It would yeah, be a Tuesday. Exactly. So I think he's going to be the guy getting the call. He'll obviously be a captain like always, but it's going to be his ball. Who do you think? Um, I, I think they'll go with Blackman, but to me, and we're waiting for this season to end and, and what will go on. I, I'm throwing it out this, Gary. I, I'm giving it about a 70% chance that James Blackman is not a Florida State Seminole come fall. I agree game. with that. I, I think there's a very good chance of that happening, too. I mean, the way that Norvell has been recruiting with the two guys that he has gotten, with Purdy and, um, t- uh, what was his name, Tate uh, uh, Roadmaker, it doesn't, look, it doesn't look good for him. Yeah, Rod, Roadmaker. Rod yeah, it doesn't yeah. look good for him right now in the quarterback room. Yeah, because here's the thing. He came in to be in Jimbo Fisher's system, which is a Mm -hmm. pro-style quarterback. And then as soon as Willie Taggart came, he doesn't really fit the more – they've tried to make him into a mobile quarterback. It's just not happening. No, he's not the fastest guy. And so, and and in my opinion, I think that there are greener pastures out there, and he should, he should, in my opinion, look somewhere else. And and that's tough to say given that, you know, he's been a great teammate and and whatnot. You can say all that, Gary, but what does it come down to? Can Mm -hmm. he play – He's proven at Florida State he can't really play to the level that 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 will secure him a job because really it's been well he, he hasn't really even been respected by his coaches they just we'll we'll, we'll start him this time we'll, we'll throw in Alex Hornibrook we'll maybe maybe uh we'll see what Jordan Travis can do James Blackman has earned the right to be respected it's just he hasn't really earned a job as a, as a starting quarterback at Florida mm-hmm. State. And, yeah, it's been – he's had a tough time. Like, I'd say it's one of the more interesting quarterback situations in the past – I'd say in the past decade, really, how he's kind of – how his career's gone in college with having th- – uh, now, I guess this would be three coaches if he does stay with Norvell and managing to kind of stick through and get some playing time. I mean, he really got thrown into the fire his freshman year when Francois went down after the Alabama game and then salvaged the season somehow to make a bowl game. And then he went through this, the whole quarterback controversy with him and Hornibrook. So it really. Let's, Gary, Gary, let's be honest. No one was supposed to even know who James Blackman was this freshman yeah. year. 
hell, no one was supposed to know who he was his redshirt mm-hmm. freshman year. And then you come, he wasn't even supposed to play probably for three years to, to get under the system, not be scared at quarterback, you know, put on that weight. And really it kind of reminds me of what Florida had done to their quarterbacks where they burn them, they burn them too early and then they give them no chance to succeed. Uh, we'll, we'll see what happens, but right now it looks like James Blackman will be starting. Um, just how well can that offensive line hold up and give him some time? Exactly. And I wrote this down actually before the show started, Florida state has given up 44 total sacks this season. So that is not a good number for them. But then on the flip side, Arizona state has given up 30 total sacks. So it, they can, they can reach the line or reach the quarterback on both teams. You'd say that, but it seems like Florida state gives up a fair amount more. Gary, looking at Arizona State's schedule, they, they finished with seven wins, five losses, um, big wins against Oregon. Uh, you, you know, they, they for, for whatever it is, they, they did play Utah close. You could say it was 21 to three. So, yeah, I, I don't know if that's playing it close. <laughs> that's, that's closer than most people. I guess. But they, 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 played, they played tough. I mean, just looking right now, they have they haven't lost really they haven't really lost by double digits. No, that, yeah, I, think... I expect a very I expect a very very tough game when it comes to uh, when it comes to Jaden Daniels coming out there and having a good game. Herman Edwards knows how to get his guys ready. I haven't heard very much of Arizona State's players, and and really they've got a good team mm-hmm. coming back. Would not shock me, and I, I'm going to say this. I think I won't give you a score prediction right now, um, but I'm going to go. Uh, with a Gary oh, Gary score taking my scores from me, I'm throwing a Gary score out there that ASU will beat Florida State by 11 interesting points. 11 points. I don't think I've even done the 11 point difference this season, but that's gonna be an interesting one. I I want to touch on one last thing, and that is the weather come Tuesday afternoon. Yes, that I Gary whew. Gary I do have a a weather report that I got from my buddy who who is down there. He's I he's saw it snowing. Team. He sent me. He sent me. He sent me a video and called it the uh, snow pass. Snow pass. Uh, it, it was. It was. It should be the, the the snow bowl instead of the sun bowl because that went. I mean, I don't know if you saw the video on Twitter, but I, I got the video personally from my friend who was there. It is whipping in there. We know what happened when uh, Florida State went to the bowl game in Shreveport, uh, mm-hmm. where it was cold, 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 cold. Florida State ends up getting out of victory, but. You know, they, uh, last year when they went to Notre Dame, had a very, very tough time playing mm-hmm. in the cold. This year against Boston College, had a tough start to the game. I wouldn't necessarily attribute that to the cold. But Florida State is a bunch of Florida boys. Gary, playing in the snow is not something that I think Florida State would ever have thought happening, especially in the Sun Bowl. Well, lucky for them, it doesn't look like it's going to be snowing come 2 o'clock on Tuesday. I think right now Google has that has it at about 52 degrees and mostly sunny. And then by, I'd call it about the end of the game, it'll be hitting around high 40s, maybe low 50s again. So, yeah, well, it won't be blessing. that bad. But still, 50 <laughs> degrees, it's not the not the most favorable, but I think that it'll be doable for them. Granted, I mean, the snow. I seen the snow the other day on Twitter. Did, would did not make my mood any bit better for this game. No, makes it makes you uh, makes you glad that if you were at the game, you'd be. In the yeah, exactly. Th- yeah, that would be a nice little blessing. Hopefully, Nick Car, our friend Nick Carlisle, will be nice and warm. I know he's going to be there. <laughs> yeah, 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 I've been talking to him a little bit. Uh, he's very excited. A uh, solo trip for him. The Osceola sent him out there on his own. So big time over there for Nick. Uh, I know that he's excited about the food. Uh, 
I, I, I would say this. I, I wish I could have made a trip out there mm-hmm. with you, Gary. I know that you won't be able to make it, but maybe maybe next year, you know, I, I think you might be holding out for a New Year's. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> holding out for one of those. Wait until they get the Orange Bowl where it's a nice, easy drive from my house in South Florida down to Miami Gardens. But I'll but I'll get I'll, I'll get into my prediction. I don't think the weather is going to play into that big of a factor, but we just needed to touch on the time to snow Paso. But well, I'm going to go with I think. I think Florida State's going to eke out a win here. I think the young guns for Florida State are really going to fight hard and give it give it their all against Arizona State. So I'm going to go with a, I'm going to go with 24 Florida State, 20 Arizona State. Close win, but Florida State makes it to over 500 for the season. Wow, Gary, I that's a that's a bold prediction. The it only is. reason why you, I mean, the only reason why I could see Florida State winning is. There will be a bunch of young guys playing for a job mm-hmm. here. Exactly. But, but, you know, there's a difference between a bunch of guys playing for a job and a team that's been there all year. Um, exactly. That's, that's really the unit. I, I think Herm Edwards puts around a culture where the, the unit there is very strong. And and really, if you're looking at it, they they do look like the more talented team. Florida State doesn't have any running backs that, that are on scholarship. Mm-hmm. Um, and Terry looks to be playing. Um, I, I'm pretty sure that he's going to play. So that's a big offensive threat for Florida State. But they're down their other top two receivers in Ontario Wilson and uh, Keyshawn Helton. So you, you look at it, it's depleted for James Blackman. You cannot put this all on him that he's had a tough season. I mean, yes, yeah. he has not had the exact help on the offensive line. His wide receivers have gone down. Cam Akers has been beaten up. He, there hasn't been an established second running back, really. But mm-hmm. this is Florida State. They do play in bowl games. Uh, when they play in a bowl game, Gary, I, I don't think they finished the season uh, below 500. So that being said, I could see Florida State eking out that 7-6 win season. Don't put it past Odell <laughs> Hagens to get that win. But right now I, I'm leaning towards Arizona State because I think that is a safe bet. Yeah, yeah, that's probably what a lot of people will go with. I expect that line to go to a bit further away from even come, come kickoff. But – Hey, the optimism in me is rising slowly just because of the Miami Dolphins and their big win this Sunday against the New England Patriots. I was going to say that might be the fan in you and not that, the media critic. Gary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The op- <laughs> yeah, I'm very optimistic this Sunday evening just because of my Dolphins and how well they played. Oh, I hear you, Gary. I hear you. Yeah, but that's all we got for this episode of Talking Chop. Thank you, Luke, for joining me on this one. Great oh, having Gary, you. you know, it's a great it's a great time to end the decade. I, I got to oh, yeah. say, you know, uh, we, we put in a lot of great material here for the radio station, for the newspaper, and this final year here in, uh, in, in between the 10s and 20s here in the, this great millennium. So I, I would say, you know, I, I'm proud that we're doing this. I'm very excited that you were on this journey with the podcast and uh, been a great host, Gary. I I know the, the first couple ones, it was just me and you and, and a couple others, but uh, I, you, you got it together and, and really held up Talking Chop and made it your own. And uh, Florida, State, Florida State Athletics is better with it. So Yeah, exactly. It. Exactly, and thank you for hosting all those episodes of Tomahawk Talk. I know you'll be going on Monday night, 7 to 8 p.m. on V89, 89.7 FM Tallahassee. So that'll be a great show come tomorrow night. I know you'll probably – if you listen in tomorrow night, you'll probably get Luke's actual score prediction. But Oh, yes, you'll get your score prediction, and we have an ASU reporter calling in to give his take on the Sun Devils. So that'll be good. 
Sun Devil was scary. I'm in the Sun Bowl. I don't know, man. That just seems like it's, an omen. Yeah, it seems like it's kind of the fix is in, sort of. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Talk and Chop. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at FSVU Sports. Also, subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Google Play. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.